Welcome to episode 79 of Formidable Opponents, a show that pits three people who have known each other virtually their entire lives in a series of conversations as we argue what is best in a variety of fun, engaging, and critical pop culture topics we all debate about. I'm Randall, and with me as always, Bob and Joseph, and this week's topic is best Super Bowl memories. Bob, Joseph, how are you guys doing? This is a non-traditional episode, by the way. We're just going to shoot the shit, talk about our favorite Super Bowl memories. Bob and Joseph, how are you guys? I was actually about to say that. Are we really calling this a fucking episode? <laughs> yeah, just, just shoot the shit. Super Bowl, shoot the shit. We're, give, we're giving it a number? All right. We're giving, yeah, this is an episode. <laughs> episode 53, Super Bowl, this, shoot this the is shit live, edition. Live to tape. All right. 53? <laughs> no, we're Holy like on. Shit. No. no, this is 79. 79, I was like, oh, we're man. way past that. We're yes. almost at the... At it's the, like 69, but a little different. Yeah. <laughs> you keep your leg up. <laughs> it's, all, it's, called, it's all about the balance. I, I was. I wanted to share a memory with you guys because I had a uh, a friend sure. of mine. He uh, he used to be a uh, a neighbor of mine when I was in middle school. He was a little older, and he texted me before this podcast. That's why I was running a little late to set up the Zoom. And he was, was asking it a picture. Was it a sexy picture? <laughs> he was trying to get some uh, assistance uh, for college for his daughter, and so he reached out to me. And so I immediately, you know, we're catching up a little bit and I sent him a the last episode's link on on uh, on Spotify. I said, you got to check this out. You're a huge inspiration to a lot of the rap music I listen to. Just a shout out to him. So it's funny, like just anybody who reaches out, just trying to get the word out, trying to get the the consistency of, of listening to our show. And, and it's just it's just a great thing, especially when somebody from your past reaches out to you and you have the opportunity to say, hey, you know, thanks for some of the stuff you inspired me with. And, you know, take a listen. Maybe you'll you'll have some memories to share with with you know us later, unless it's a crazy ex girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> By the way, I I want to apologize. I am feeling I have a, a sinus infection, so if I sound a little different, um, you know, I've been battling. I just took a cortisone shot a couple of days ago. I've been battling a sinus infection, but didn't arm or miss- cheek, <laughs> arm or cheek. The That's cheek. the question everybody wants to know. Did so you I want- lower it all the way down, or did you just peak it a little bit? <laughs> So, you know, uh, hopefully my voice keeps up. But we're talking football this week, guys. We want to let everybody know a little trivia. When we first started talking about doing a podcast, it was way back in, I think, 2017, 2018. We were having lunch, an early lunch. And uh, we were sitting down saying we should do a sports podcast. And that's what we were going to focus on. We did a couple of sports episodes early. It's something that's always bonded us. It's always something that's always, uh, you know, brought us together. And we're talking about the Super Bowl. What do you guys, what are some of the best Super Bowl memories you guys have? It means I have the next day off. It means I could drink on a Sunday. It means my team's not in the championship game. It's, it's, uh, it means the season's done. And and that's always kind of sad. But this year is a little bit different, or at least a couple of the last couple of years, uh, with um, the different, you know, leagues. Uh, yeah, the different leagues. I don't want to call them minor leagues because they are pro- uh, professional football leagues. But we got two of them this year: the the uh, reemergence of the XFL. So I I mean, nice. it, this time usually. It, it, like I said, it would always mean like, oh, it's fuck, it's the end of the season, and and the next thing you have to look forward to is the draft, which is not for a couple of months, and then you have to wait for what's a what's a preseason and 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 uh, and, and off season work, and, you know, just the, the whole camp, a training right. camp, you know, and so it it gets real like you know fucking boring, but then but also too at the same time, you know, baseball starts, up. but that's what it's always kind of meant to me that the fucking season's over. But again, like I said, it's a little bit different this year. I'm a little bit, I'm not as down. As a Texan fan, my season was over week five, but uh, <laughs> the the great news is we got a new coach and old face, D'Amico Ryan's coming back to Houston. 
actually got to see him in 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 a few couple of, of Texan games. Got to see him live and for him to come back to coach got me excited about you know Houston Texans football. You know, uh, hopefully he can turn the ship around and we can make some shit happen, man. It'd be really nice to be in the playoffs. Are going to be relevant again. Uh, it makes me excited about football. You know, uh, coming together and talking about the Super Bowl. I I don't know about you guys, but. Christmases, Thanksgivings, all those other holidays, they all kind of blend. You like you could pick some of your favorites, but every year if you tell me what the, you know, I could remember where I was for every Super Bowl. I could remember who I was with, what I was watching, what I was eating, uh the celebration or the disappointment. Do you guys feel the same way like you could just think of any Super Bowl you watched and you remember it puts you right back to that spot? Yeah, I, I mean, I wouldn't say that for every Super Bowl, but I mean, for the big Super Bowl, there's a selective. Uh, most Super Bowls, I can remember certain ones. The Titans versus the Rams where Dyson got tackled on the one-yard line to lose yeah. the game. I remember exactly where it was and feeling the heartbreak for that team. Yeah, but I, I can agree with some of that. Since my team hasn't been in it for so long, um, I, it's it's more of a ah, here today, gone tomorrow situation. I'll remember a certain maybe play or the – Doritos you commercials. Know, yeah, uh, maybe a, a nice commercial or something. But other than that, no, I don't. I, and I know, dude, I mean, that's, I mean, I uh, let go of things uh, rather easily because I can't remember where I was for a lot of my, <laughs> a lot of my Super Bowls. Wow. Other than either at home. I, I want to say that I remember my first. Do you all at least remember your first Super Bowl? I remember the, the one I remember the most for sure was the 1992 Dallas Cowboys win over the Buffalo Bills. That's that that is my first Super Bowl that I remember watching the whole game. I remember specifically being more happy about the food cuz I was <laughs> I always liked you know <laughs> eating where we're from barbecue and not so much, you know, uh or Tex-Mex barbecue, uh you know, fajitas and Very everything good. like that. So um that's what we grew up on, Bob. Don't don't fucking try to oh, yes. don't 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 move over. Don't don't get past our traditions. Did you say we even though even though, <laughs> even though we do love Texas barbecue as yes. you know, traditional Texas barbecue? Yeah, so I remember you know one of those probably it, it was one of those. I, I know it was one of those. Dallas was playing, yeah. great food on the table, and I was with my family. What so, was yours, Rand? What, what which one do you remember the most? Like your the, first Super Bowl. My first Super Bowl was 1984. It was the, holy fuck <laughs> the forty the 49ers <laughs> and the Dolphins. Uh, uh, 49ers won that game. That was the first year of the big Super Bowl commercial. That's when Apple had that Big Brothers watching uh, computer commercial. It was Dan Marino and Joe Montana by a Pepsi machine. It was Dan Marino's second year as a uh, a pro football player. Everybody thought he was going to go back to the big game continuously. That was the only time he played in the Super Bowl. What I remember the most is I remember my dad uh, making a a big deal out of it and he had the jiffy pop he had the jiffy pop that he had over the stove <laughs> he burned the crap out of it and he put like a whole like pat of butter on it it was terrible but you know it's it's what i remember if i walk into my old house now i'll remember where the tv was where i was sitting and yeah. i used to think like every week every year it was going to be the 49ers and the dolphins I, I thought it was like pro wrestling where you had hulk hogan in the main event every year and i was like wait a minute the next year was the bears and the patriots and i was like what's going on here and um but yeah that i i the still fridge, the, the fridge was yeah. in the next year yeah, yeah the fridge oh, and, 20, and, McMahon, yeah. and i said yeah. like like nice Jimmy McMahon. that's when it really started taking over pop culture uh you know they had the they had the super bowl shuffle um they recorded that 
um, rap song the very week they lost their only game against Miami, and then they wanted Miami in the Super Bowl. They ended up playing New England, who upset Miami, I believe. So, I mean, just the Super Bowl has done so many things and has been a part of just so many big memories. And speaking of memories and moments, what are some of your biggest or most shocking moments in Super Bowl history? What do you guys remember the most? As a kid, okay, so I was... I used to get a lot of shit uh, about this from my Uncle Ronnie, but I was this huge John Elway fan. And I used to love John Elway as a kid because him, guys like him and Randall Cunningham would run with the football as quarterbacks. And it, it just like blew my mind that the quarterback could run with the, fall at, at, with the football and throw the football. And, uh, you know, I was a huge, huge, huge John Elway fan. In 1998, I think it was like a third and six near the goal line, he books yeah. it. And he's like 38 years old at this yes. point, so he doesn't have the same legs. And motherfucker jumps in the air and he gets hit and helicoptered and lands and gets a first down like at the four yard line. And I'm like, gee, that's when I knew because this is when I first started playing football, too. Like, man, that guy wants to win. Like, he's willing to do whatever it takes. I thought it was such a great moment because he gets fucking hit by two dudes and he spins in the air and lands. And you're like, holy shit, that was a that was a crazy moment for me. I I, uh, that's one of the ones that really, really sticks out. And also one I I previously mentioned was the. Titans and Rams in 2000. This is a game that I saw beginning to end. I saw it at the Pan Am house. Joseph knows what I'm talking about. Randy knows what I'm talking about. The Pan Am yeah. house. We used to call it that because we lived across the street from Pan Am, UTRGV. And uh, it was such a great game. And it came down to the wire. And we we're all like standing and cheering like, holy fuck. Uh, they're going to score. They're at the 10-yard line. They need last play of the game. And the guy catches it and gets – you think he's going to score. And he gets tackled. And he goes down right at the one. And it was just – a crazy dramatic ending to that to that Super Bowl, and I, I it, that one will always stick with me. I know a lot of people have their favorite, and this is the best Super Bowl, but that Super Bowl ending has to hands down because it wasn't a field goal or an extra point. It's it was it was going forward last play of the game. They're right there to score. You know what I mean? So uh, it's got to be the best Super Bowl ending. I I can't get over the the Patriot comeback. I think oh, that's yeah. that that oh, yeah. that is just something that I I mean. Edelman's uh, catch quickly. Yeah. No, Edelman's uh, catch was no, no, really yeah. cool. Yeah, that that too, but um just everything like I I don't know. Like it just seemed like the Falcons can do no wrong. They were just like destroying. Yeah, I mean they were destroying them. Yes. Exactly. And and they scored again in the third, I believe, uh one more time and the the whole 28 to 3 thing it's a, it's memed, it's nonstop. It's I mean it's crazy. Just to come back from that, to completely shut them down after that, I just it, it was not expected. Not I mean I I didn't think that they were going that the Patriots were were going to not you know maybe put some more points on the board. I I thought you know eventually maybe they'd get some things going, maybe get a little close, make it kind of interesting at least like at the very least. <laughs> um, but I did not expect that, and and I, to be honest with you, I, it was fucking incredible to watch. Yeah. Yeah, Ryan, everything, yeah. Was, was he was he just not the same dude after the game? Did y'all notice? That? I like, think so. He was on yeah, top of the yeah, fucking world yeah. and killing it. And after that game, I feel like the con- Tom Brady was ended off. his career. Yeah, he <laughs> yeah, did, dude. Geez. It's not like he he wasn't physically capable of playing the game. It's just I think he, mentally it just completely fucked him over, you know. And it's cause, I mean, look at his career after that. I mean, I, did he retire? No, he's, no, he's with yet. the Colts, but he's like, yeah, but, yeah, but he's, yeah, they're probably gonna like let him go, dude, because he's no longer the starter. I don't think he has much. I mean, the only thing that he can do in the NFL at this point is be a backup, a capable backup. But I don't think that's the career he wants. He's been in the league for a long time, though. We we forget 
how long, you know, Matt Ryan's actually been in the league. Um, but that was insane. Second to that probably would be, I liked Bob's. Yeah, that was a good one too. Seeing that fucking John Elway, uh, helicopter hit touchdown. That shit was, and you see, when you see that shit live and you see his body fucking like, yeah. <laughs> he was a little bit gordito at this time. He, he wasn't like the lightest, swiftest guy, slender guy anymore. A little bit older, a little more husky, and he's going for it, man. And he got up in the fucking air. It was pretty crazy. He was he's doing a stomach jiggle a little bit when he got up there. You know, it's yeah. funny because back then, we t- I mean, it feels like ages ago, 37 was ancient for a quarterback. Quarterback were retiring at 34. Now quarterbacks yeah. are playing into their 40s. So 37 doesn't seem so old anymore. But back then, I mean, rules were different. And they aged more. Well, I mean, it was probably all the whiskey and cigarettes, you know. Nowadays, they're all <laughs> vegans and shit, like Tom Brady. I would, I would list uh, some of my moments. Uh, you know, the second Cowboys Bills Super Bowl, uh, I think it was '94, and it was in the Georgia Dome. It was a rematch. Uh, first one, of course, I remember. The second one, I was sick. I didn't watch the Super Bowl that Sunday. I actually recorded it was absent from school the next day, and I watched it. I, and you can't do that nowadays because you're going to – information like, is everywhere. Yeah, it, you know? it was like the episode of How I Met Your Mother. Did you see that one where they all skip the Super Bowl and they all try the next day not to watch it? I could do it. <laughs> they record it. I, I, watched, it. <laughs> I watched the Super Bowl, then I watched Clue and Price is Right. So I had I had a great Monday that following <laughs> day. Island. <laughs> I, uh, some of the memories I have, Super Bowl 49, Malcolm Butler's goal line interception, probably the dumbest play call in history. Yes. They were going to concede. It was 26. Six seconds left. The Patriots were going to concede that touchdown to the Seahawks because they would have been up 31-28 with 20-whatever, four seconds left. And they would have driven for a field goal. Yeah, they had the two timeouts. They were going to go for a field goal. I don't know what made Pete Carroll and his staff call that slant and have Malcolm Butler intercept it. It was was the offensive coordinator. They blamed it on Schottenheimer uh, for that call. Like. But the guy who's I, just been hired as the guy who's going to have a Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> you know, he's, go, he's gutsy, Joseph. He's not going to call too, the plays. <laughs> and, and I'm just going to throw this conspiracy theory out there, though. It's scripted. I think that, no, 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 that bullshit. Uh, I think that they didn't want Marshawn Lynch to get the MVP trophy. He was like in a contract year. He was having a lot of controversy. Oh. They didn't even know if they wanted to keep him around. And uh, I think that he would have demanded a high... I don't know, dude. I, they couldn't have him be the MVP and cut him the next year or trade him the next year. And I think they wanted it to be Russell Wilson. They wanted Russell Wilson to get that final dagger. And, you know, so that way he could be the star. He could be the hero, not Marshawn Lynch. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe somebody's going to listen to this. They're going to be like, fuck yeah, you're right, Bob. And somebody might say, oh, that guy's an idiot. But uh, I, I, re- I, really do think, I really do think that's the case, man. They didn't want to give the glory to Marshawn Lynch at the goal line and have him be the Super Bowl MVP or the hero. I think they wanted to give it to to a young uh, – uh, what's the name? I just said his name right now. Russell Wilson. Russell, Russell Wilson. Wilson. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Russell Wilson. It's because I forgot his name because this past season he was very forgettable. Yes. Uh, his, his performance. <laughs> but, yeah, that's just my my conspiracy theory on the matter. Uh, Ty- uh, okay. Tyrese. I believe in conspiracy theories in sports. Uh, Ty- Ty- Tyrese, helmet catch, uh, Super Bowl 42. He had gum uh, on the top of his helmet. Got, I mean, just I mean, incredible catch. <laughs> this guy never plays. Was it an SNL skit or something? It was – it was, uh, it was uh, he was hosting. Hosting like the ESPYS or something, and he did like uh, it was, was this it, Tom Brady? It, no, 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 it was Timberlake. Uh-huh. Uh Justin Timberlake was hosting the ESPYS, and he did like a f- five minute montage of of him like being having some kind of part in a lot of like 
viral sports clips or whatever uh and the, the super bowl being the one and, and it was like a clip where he's they were on the sideline of the super bowl and he's chewing gum and he takes his gum out and he just puts it on the helmet and they're like dude what are you doing he's like don't worry this guy never plays and all of a sudden he grabs the guy grabs his helmet and goes into the game he's like oh shit <laughs> <laughs> i got uh obviously the titans stop at the goal line um santonio holmes game winning grab super bowl 43 i i put that one down because i that was one of the only super bowls i watched alone and i ordered one of those tubs of lasagna um uh, that pizza hut hat where, where are we and going I, here bro i i <laughs> i didn't do anything sensual with it all right other than devouring i cried i cried and i ate and i cried i ate a whole tub of that lasagna by myself with the breadsticks i hated myself but it was a great super bowl um, I, I, had the, the <laughs> I fell asleep halfway through afterwards. <laughs> the Nick when Foles the day Philly. is long. <laughs> I had Nick Foles Philly special Super Bowl Fifty Two. Now we were talking about uh, quarterbacks. We were talking about Matt Ryan. Now talk about Carson Wentz. How this might have affected his psyche because he led the team down to the playoffs or into the playoffs, and then uh, Nick Foles comes in, gets all the glory. Carson Wentz's career has never been the same. So this is another guy who's probably has yep. some psychological issues. It's incredible. Uh, Devin Hester's kickoff TD to open up Super Bowl 41. Uh, there's one that I want to mention at the end here. I, I mentioned Edelman's catch. Uh, Bob, you talked about Elway's helicopter run. But the Scott Norwood, 1991, Super Bowl Giants versus Miss. the Yes, uh, Super Bowl twenty five, Giants versus the Bills. I remember I was talking to my neighbor right now. I was, I was telling you guys, I still call him my neighbor. We haven't lived next to each other in 30 years. But I was watching this game at his house, and I remember everything. So a buddy of mine, you know, we were watching it at my neighbor's house. He had the big screen out. He had a projector and everything. We snuck out some beers from my dad's fridge, and we were watching the end of the game through my backdoor window and we were in eighth grade by the way and we were drinking these beers and watching the game we're like celebrating and toasting that the bills are going to win scott norwood misses that field goal and holy crap you could hear a pin drop and then you hear shouting i mean i, I don't know if you guys were too young to remember this moment but it was incredibly gut-wrenching it was it was incredible yeah no i i i, I can't say that i remember watching it live because i was still pretty young i was like five or six when it happened going back i mean i know exactly i know exactly what play it was and parcels winning and and the whole like you know city of buffalo just like being destroyed uh, again i've always said this uh ran because you're the big sports buff here what team has gone to the super bowl four years in a row in the history of the nfl nobody just the buffalo bills just the buffalo bills and i always call them the greatest team that wasn't because no other team has ever been to the super bowl four years in a row they never won the fucking Super Bowl, that which is heartbreaking for them. Has to be for their fan base as well. But they're the greatest team that 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 yeah. never was. That could have been, man. Imagine if they won three out of the four going four years in a row. We'd be talking about them as the greatest dynasty of all time. For sure. Four Super Bowls in a row is, is is fucking unheard of, and there's only one team that's ever done it. And it's Jim Kelly's Buffalo Bills. And then you had Thurman Thomas missing his helmet during the first, you know, oh, yeah. play of the game. You had the Scott Norwood. You had, you know, you had, so oh, many- uh, the, the, in the first Super Bowl with against the Cowboys, Jim Kelly goes down with a knee injury, like in the first quarter, and they have to go yeah. with a backup, and they lose fifty-two to seventeen or so. I think the Cowboys were going to beat them anyways. Joseph is nodding in agreement, but uh, uh, <laughs> losing Jim Kelly, who is 
I mean, Jim fucking Kelly, the Hall Jim of Jim fucking Kelly. <laughs> that's Jim how you just say, that's how you say his name whenever you uh, mention Jim, Jim Kelly. Fucking Jim, Jim fucking Kelly. Love that guy. I'm glad that guy's awesome dude. And doing great, dude. Yeah. yeah. That was so sad when that shit was happening. We were like, yeah, it, cause, and like Bob said, uh, and, I, and I'm not trying to take up any more time on this, like say, no, no. but he's he's such a, a good dude. You feel so, I mean, yeah, I wanted them to lose every time, <laughs> but like, he's such a good dude and, and, and he's, it was just like, when we heard about it, it was like, fuck, dude. That's like, you know, your favorite quarterback or, or your, you know, whatever. He was still just such a good dude. And to hear that, yes, he's on, he's on the man and he's gotten, you know, through it. Uh, thankfully, that's, that's really great. Real that, quick, another shocking one. I'm sorry. Did you want to fit? No, I was just, I was yeah, just go going to say, I was just going to say, I wish he had won at least. I'm not a Cowboys fan, but the Cowboys definitely had the better team that those, if they would have beaten the Redskins and the Giants, I'd have been that. like, I would have been like, okay, <laughs> at, least, at least they won two out of two out of four. Yeah. Yeah. Another one I think too real quick. I did not 48 Super Bowl 48. I did not expect the Denver Broncos to get spanked so badly. I hated uh, this. I was rooting for I was one I was just rooting I I, I was not a fan of the, of Seattle Seahawks at that time. I'm, I'm still not really a fan of them. I don't have like any reason bad. to root, <laughs> I don't have any reason to root for them. Anyway, uh I was rooting for for Peyton Manning who was getting towards the end of his career at that point. Uh I thought that was his last chance to get a Super Bowl win and to see them get spanked so bad they didn't score till the third quarter. Uh, just that one touchdown and the two-point conversion got their asses kicked. And it was a boring Super Bowl it ended up being because it was such a lopsided game. So Peyton Manning had the arm strength it. of like a fifth grader by that. Didn't he have like the neck surgery? And he yeah, the neck surgery. Yeah. Can I say this? I hated Peyton Manning I, with a passion. That, again, when he was a Colt, I fucking hated that guy. I couldn't stand the guy. Now, after he's retired and everything, I think he's hilarious. And he's a, you know, a cool dude and great dude. Family and you love now, his nephew. I fucking I love his nephew now. Hook him, baby. He's a Longhorn. <laughs> but during the season, I mean, because he used to kick the shit out of the Texans every single year, every single game. I Actually, my first Houston Texan game I went to was against the Colts and Peyton Manning. And he beat us at like the last second or last. He beat us by like three points or something. And uh, heartbreaking. But I fucking hated that guy with a passion. So going back to those Cowboys teams, I have you all read uh, Boys Will Be Boys, the the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, um, Actually, yeah that, I have it here, too. That yeah. that book is I mean, the forward. I mean, cocaine hookers. I mean, that was like North <laughs> Dallas 40. Uh Oh, something broke. Bob's getting this because I have this on my. I have it right next to me in the bookstore, but I dropped a bottle of whiskey. Bob's holding the the book up. Um, the visual, <laughs> not <medium>. the Bible, <laughs> not the Bible. <laughs> the good book. Good book. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, Cowboys <laughs> dynasty, Patriots dynasty, 49ers dynasty of the late eighties, Cowboys of the nineties. Uh, Patriots, it's you know gone on for twenty years. Pick one of these dynasties and talk a little bit about like your best memories of. I'm not the person that says I'm not the Cowboy fan that says every year at the beginning of the year this is our year we're going to Super Bowl we them boys I don't ever say that shit I never boys. say that shit I never say that at all I'm a realist Cowboy fan I accept the situation and I move forward from it and I hope the best and and I keep going so anyway 90s 90s Super Bowl uh, Cowboys Super Bowl dynasty sure yeah this is really awesome it was a great time but I think the Patriots are the greatest Super Bowl Ooh. dynasty. As much as I am, I mean, it's it's not some, I mean, people are going to say like, okay, people will say like, oh, it's 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 not, it's uh, it's a Bill Belichick thing. No, it was Tom Brady. Yeah, it Tom Brady. Let's talk Tom about Brady. him. Yeah. It was it's a Tom Brady. So you can call it the a, Tom Brady dynasty. The Tom Brady Patriot dynasty. So for him to go and say, I, 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 I know we're getting ahead of ourselves because we're, we're going to talk about Brady. 
Um, we can but, talk about him now. Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, I mean, everybody, so everybody was saying that like, oh, it's, it's not Tom Brady. It's not Tom Brady. It's it's the uh, it's the system. No. What does he do? He goes and leaves the set, said system. And what does he do? He goes and wins another one and sticks a middle finger in there at everybody saying, fuck yeah, you including all. Including his wife. <laughs> Screw you, Giselle. <laughs> Ten Super Bowl appearances, seven Super Bowl wins. Will that yes. ever be topped? No, I mean, uh, I'll tell you what, Patrick Mahomes would probably be the closest one to even get close, you know, to get to that. He's just, he's got such a, a great uh, offensive scheme and a great head coach and a good supporting staff. And he's just an amazing quarterback. So I think he'll be the next runner up, but I don't think that that's going to be, it's it's pretty much untouchable, man. And I do agree, Joseph, uh, with Tom Brady being the guy, but Belichick's a fucking genius as well, man. He. Tom Brady and, and a lot of those games that he won in the Super Bowl, and I'm not to not to to blow Belichick, but you know they were close games, they were low scoring games. Belichick's defense and schemes they kept them in those fucking Super Bowl wins. A lot of them were like twenty to seventeen, you know what I mean? Something like that. until recently where they're a little bit higher, but but the, a lot of the first ones that he won, it was Vinatieri winning it for him twenty to seventeen, twenty one to twenty one to thirteen, shit like that. They're pretty close, so. Uh, I think Belichick definitely deserves credit as one of the greatest coaches of all time. But Tom Brady, there is just zero debate that he's the greatest NFL player of all time. It used to be Jerry Rice. It used to be Jerry Rice. I think now it's Tom Brady. I agree that Belichick's got a great – he's a great coach. He's probably one of the best ever. Quote-unquote disciples have gone on to have somewhat decent careers, at least when they get their, you know, initial uh, first hires and then they, you know, shit happens and then they end up making their way back to the Patriots. But making the way downtown. Look at the quarterbacks that have quarterbacked the Patriots since Tom Brady left. What have they done right now? They're actually wondering whether or not uh, who's the guy that they have right now. Mac, uh, Mac, Mac Jones. Jones, Mac Jones. Either there's Daddy qu- Mac or the there's Mac qu- Daddy. There's questions whether or not he's the guy. I thought he he might be, but now they're starting to question whether you know they're going to have to go look for another quarterback too. Let me so, let me just say this though, like in 2010, it's the uh, same coach, it's the same about system. year was Tom Brady tore his ACL or some shit like that in week three, mm-hmm. and Matt Castle came in and went 11 and three in the season. So yes, we can say it's about it's Tom Brady, Tom Brady, Tom Brady. But yeah, you also got to give credit to to Bill Belichick, and he's had some great defenses uh, in certain part of those years. The and- reason Matt Castle was so successful was because he was Tom Brady's backup. <laughs> Remember, <laughs> Drew Bledsoe yeah, so was Hoyer, and he gave the Texans, and he sucked. <laughs> Drew Drew Bledsoe won that first NFC Championship shit because face. Tom Brady was out. Yeah, and <laughs> Drew Bledsoe he's got that shit on his. Face. No, no, that's Drew Brees. Uh, oh anyway. my bad. Bledsoe, <laughs> so, I love Bledsoe. You know, and and talking about coaches, you you guys brought up Bill Belichick. Andy Reid is the only coach still coaching from the '90s. Well, actually, let me let me back that up because Bill Belichick coached the Cleveland Browns in the early '90s. Had about three bad seasons with him, I think, or two. Uh, but Andy Reid's Andy Reid's success level since 1999 uh, up until now has never he's he's coached 24 consecutive years and he's coached some of the best teams in the world. What is Andy Reid's legacy? What do you think? I think one of the best coaches ever. I think he's going to be he's going to go down as one of the. The best coach of best offensive minds ever. I mean, look what he did with those Eagles teams with Donovan McNabb and 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 during that span, they're in the NFC Championship game like every fucking year or every other year for like a seven year span before he got finally got fired. I don't know why they fired him because they weren't winning the big the the yeah. big game. But but then he goes to Kansas City and look, he he dominates. He was dumb. He was winning with Alex Smith and then they draft they they smartly 
trade up and draft Mahomes and uh, ahead of the Texans, I might say. So I'm still kind of bitter about that. We ended up yeah, with a sexual deviant. Uh, anyways, um, uh, should have kept him. Hand me a towel. Uh, I need, uh, uh, but yeah, I I think that Andy Reid himself is is a genius, dude, a genius. And I think him chewing that big ass wad of gum, going a hundred miles an hour, reading his like. Huge scorecard. Have you seen his? It's like a menu at Denny's. Have you seen his playbook <laughs> card that he's on? Holy shit. The very avuncular Andy Reid. I mean, you can't deny his success. 14 years in Philadelphia. What did he lead him to? Five straight NFC titles. I think two Super Bowls. Or was it one Super Bowl? I think one. one and Bowl. he lost that Super Bowl when Donovan McNabb yeah. couldn't run down the field because he wasn't in shape. He, he had a stomach ache. <laughs> yeah, Tio called him out. And he was like, you ate too many fucking donuts. Was he fired from Philadelphia? Yeah, I think yeah, he, he was. was yeah. I, think I, was really, I yeah. don't think. I think I mean okay. It's he's there fourteen years. He it's it's taken a while for Philadelphia has has seen some success and then they fall off and then they see some success and they fall off again and right now they're seeing some success. Not against the Astros. I don't I don't think yeah that I meant the Eagles but yeah okay. <laughs> not against the Astros. I don't think there was ever any justification for firing him. I really don't. No. Other than like. You had 14 opportunities and you don't have one championship. I mean, what do you I, mean? I mean, just like okay. just like Marvin Lewis in Cincinnati. But then he goes to he goes to the Chiefs and look what he's done there. Yeah, yeah but, but Marvin I mean, Lewis never different. went to the damn AFC Championship game though. Is there a Super Bowl rumor you guys have heard that you think is just hilarious? I, one one of the funniest Super Bowl rumors I've ever heard was Lawrence Taylor buying hookers for the 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 team that they were playing against. I forgot who the the Giants were playing that year. I can't remember. I think it was Super Bowl eighty seven. Was it the I, Bills? No, no, it wasn't the Bills. Lawrence Taylor was. Uh, um, who were they playing at the time? Oh, it's gonna it's gonna drive me nuts. I'll think about it. But well, Lawrence Taylor buying hookers for the opposing team. It's, it <laughs> was not so much a rumor. I saw like a Joe Namath uh, documentary and that, that uh, I forgot who it was. It was like a security guard or something like that at a, at a bar, uh, you know, uh, saw Joe Namath walking out like at seven in the morning with two chicks and his mink coat. And he immediately was like, holy fuck, that's Joe Namath. They're playing in the Super Bowl today. What the fuck? <laughs> so he immediately called his friend who guess who had money. And we were like, we got to bet everything we can on the Colts against against the Jets because Joe Namath, he's been partying all fucking night. No way he's going to win the Super Bowl. And he was like, and we lost our ass because Joe Namath came out. And, of course, it's the biggest upset in Super Bowl history, the Jets beating beating the, the Colts. Uh, yeah, Super Bowl Colts. three. Yeah. Yeah, Super Bowl, in Super Bowl three. Yeah. So not so much that motherfucker. I mean, you can party like that and still go and kick ass. I mean, props to, to Joe Namath. Can I so- kiss you? So the team that Lawrence Taylor brought hookers for was a Denver Broncos. He sent hookers to their hotel the night before the Super Bowl. <laughs> That's one way That's to do rumor, it. Allegedly, I don't know. Joseph, any any Super Bowl stories that jump out at you? Uh, it's not it's not a rumor. I just think it's it's hilarious, and and um, I think it's something that you read in the book. I, I know I've I've heard Michael Irvin say it on camera that okay. he uh, that he that when uh, in Super Bowl. Um, I'm not good with Roman numerals. The 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 one in uh, in '93 against the Bills, uh-huh. uh, when Michael Jackson was performing, that he uh, he completely like skipped the halftime uh, locker room meeting, whatever. Like what he he was out. He was basically almost out on the field watching the the whole halftime show. He was like, Connect- "That's fucking Michael Jackson. I'm gonna go out there and watch. I'm gonna watch What's, the show." Well, he, well, he was he fucked up because that was the worst Michael Jackson performance I've ever seen. He was lip syncing first off. They have the they have the fake dude pop up on top of the scoreboard and then like the look alike. And then Michael Jackson comes in. He's constantly adjusting his mic, even though he's not doing it. He he on time in sync with the actual song. 
And then he sings, we are the fucking world. Like, what the fuck? We're trying to have a good time, and you're ruining our night. All we <laughs> needed was Bob Dylan to pop out. I'll throw it out of his mind and, and help him out. Let's transition into that. Best halftime show, guys. You, uh, yeah, well, we, you don't have to say that. We know you're going to say you too. I mean, why even bother? <laughs> no, you. I, I do have you two up there, but I will say this. Worst one was the Black Eyed Peas in 2011. They, their version mm. of I Had the Time of My Life. Then they brought out Slash from Guns N' Roses, which I thought was worse. He had some other stinkers like New Kids on the Block, Gloria Stefan, Enrique Iglesias with Christina Aguilera, Patti LaBelle with Tony Bennett. But here are my five best. Honorable mention, so this one, Bruno Mars and the Red Hot Chili Five, puto. <laughs> that's, that's number six. So oh. my, my top five, uh, Dre, Snoop, Eminem, Mary J. Blige, 50 Cent, Kendrick Lamar from last year. And then I got a tie at number four, Rolling Stones and Bruce Springsteen. And then Shaka- Shakira and Jennifer Lopez. Then you two. And then Prince, because Prince's performance was legendary. Oh, the- yeah, dude. I agree with that. You know, I will say this about you two. They, they came out and they sang... It was the year, yeah, it was the year of nine eleven had just happened in months earlier, and they kind of brought everyone together. It was a really good performance in that, in, yeah. in that, yeah, in that respect. Uh, the Janet Jackson titty slip. I mean, we have to talk about that. That was like the most controversial <laughs> and everything like that. It was so controversial that they got Grandpapa Paul McCartney to play the next year. Yeah. I thought Paul McCartney did a great job, regardless, man. I mean, he had the whole crowd singing "Hey Jude" the na 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 for over ten minutes. It was fucking fantastic. Um, the Stones were pretty cool. Uh, so Michael Jackson yes. again. Michael Jackson would have been great if he I mean, he was singing. I get it. I get it. Unity. He sang Black or White. He sang We Are the World. He talked about the children. It's all about the children. And uh, it was it was you know I I get it. I get it. But you know uh, I would have rather him you know uh, did more dancing. Prince. I I gotta agree with Prince. Dude, Prince came out in the and, rain. And rocked. And, and, yeah, he came out in the, in the artificial rain, and they rocked the show, and that's why everybody's slipping after half. So he really had an effect on the game as well. I very much enjoyed the Michael Jackson performance. I don't care if he was lip singing. I thought the whole production was awesome. I thought the the whole thing was great. Uh, second B, even though it was recent, the Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Mary J. Blige, Kendrick Lamar, Eminem, Fifty Cent, you name it, they were all, almost all of them were all there. Great, Rumor great has show. It that Fifty Cent is still hanging upside down there. <laughs> it looked I a thought, little bulky. Yeah, I was happy to see that, and and then. That's pretty much it for me. I will say I, I'm I'm a little. This is so I don't know. It's, it's just everybody loses their fucking mind. Like accidents happen. All right, everybody went in on 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 Janet Jackson and and uh and, and I guess Timberlake too. And and I don't if um I know Timberlake had recently he had she had a booby tassel. There was no accident, Joseph. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> there's a spike. Accident, everybody lost their fucking mind. You know what? Anything can happen. Uh, in the game, somebody can get injured and a fucking bone can pop out of their goddamn uh shin. And it bones if it happens, it happens. Sure. An accident. Yeah. So, bones were popping out you know, after that. I yeah. thought everybody losing their fucking mind was pretty stupid. And it's just you know what. Everything they've done since then is, has been to, uh, except for uh, last one. I was very much surprised that they went with a whole a whole group of people that were that were um, well, rap, were rap artists, hip hop artists, and R and B artists. You know, I was really surprised with that. People were complaining about Shakira and J Lo shaking their ass during the Latino whatever the. Uh, you know, dance party they had at halftime, and I was like, "What the fuck? What's the big deal?" That's the way they dance. They've been dancing that like that way for years. Who gives? They do shit? that in their music videos. Why? And, 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 and you knew what you knew what you were signing that. up for. Like, like you you backtrack after that shit happens. You you knew what you were bringing to the to the performance. Like, shut the fuck up. So that own happened- it. Own it. That happened in 2020. I cannot name one damn song they performed together. I just remember Ooh. the visual. I hadn't song. listened to one. 
in a long time up until last last year's. I would just yeah, mute I, it, just leave yeah, it alone. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, a big, not interested I'm, in hearing it. Yeah, I'm not a big halftime guy. Either. Usually at that time, I'm like, okay, it's time to like get a plate of food or, or you know, uh, you mute it, sit and talk, have a smoke, shoot the shit. So there was a, a, a stretch where it was like they were bringing out all the old rockers. They had Tom Petty, Bruce Springsteen, Rolling Stones. They had U2. And now they're they're featuring more uh, recent artists. But is there an artist? I think we're all going to agree on this selection. An artist that's big enough. On the count of three. Is there an artist that's big enough that could maintain an audience that size, that's popular, that's never done a Super Bowl show? Who would it be? Count of three. Okay. One. Two, three, Metallica. 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 <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're it's on no the doubt it's fucking Metallica. Yeah, Metallica. No Metall- doubt Metallica. Metallica. Will they ever do a Super Bowl halftime show? Dude, they will they never should. let them. Why? I don't think no, they, they should. Yes, they should, Bob. Things. Yes, they should. They should be. They should do it. Why? Because what gets what what gets what? It's it's like I forgot who said it. What what gets blasted throughout the the stadium throughout the whole game? Hard rock, metal. Hookers in Non-stop. the restroom. <laughs> you know, uh, it's 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 to say that 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 genre of music is not you know uh, doesn't go hand in hand with with the game of American football is stupid. And to get to not have the biggest, the biggest, best, most rock successful band. living rock hard band. rock living hard rock band ever perform. At the Super Bowl halftime show is just crazy. And it's like, well, no, because, you know, we're trying to attract teeny bop audience. And the teeny boppers aren't going to know. Well, you know what? Thanks to Stranger Things, they do now. Now, so, they, now they do know. Now, yeah, uh, it would have been great to use them. Dude. I don't know why the fuck we went with Rihanna. Like, nothing against Rihanna. Beautiful eyes. Yeah, nothing just, against I, Rihanna. I, I, I mean, see, I'm not interested in, in I, it. I don't, I don't see the connection there. Like, uh, you know, maybe they're appealing more to the female audience. A younger audience, you know, they're trying to get them, give them a show during the game, you know, because the football game mostly to it's towards a male audience. I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't get the Rihanna thing, man. I, you know, they've brought out rock bands, but I mean, you're talking about like Coldplay and YouTube, but they haven't brought out a metal band. No. And the only metal band, the only two I could think of, one, they'll never fucking do it because they can't get their shit together. Guns N' Roses. I don't think they've done a halftime show, right? Prince is the only hard rock. Well, I mean, whatever you consider Prince, but he's amazing. He's one of the best guitarists that ever beautiful. lived. I consider him beautiful. I mean, Prince, did, his eyes? Prince did all along the Watchtower. He did Let's Go Chris. But Metallica would bring down the house. But I think they're thinking that Metallica isn't family friendly. Is what they're they're trying to say. Of course say. they are. They all have kids and wives and short exactly. hair now. They'd be fine. Well, what would <laughs> be, be great, the, dude. what would be your three dream Metallica songs at halftime? Which halftime songs do they have to do? Well, for Master whom the bell Puppets. Toes. Yeah, Master. <laughs> for whom the bell tolls? Uh, Master Puppets, obviously, because it's huge right now. They can do a Maybe. melody, so I'd say Fuel. It's a little. It's 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 uh. It's, it's very upbeat. Yeah, yeah. in, in like good. fits that mold. Uh, maybe one. No, that one's a little too. No, I don't think they would do that. No, no, oh, they could do Enter No, Enter Sandman. They could do Enter Sandman, dude. It's huge. It's a fucking headbanger's anthem. Just do it yeah. without the prayer. <laughs> yeah, I mean that would be. If Madonna could sing like a prayer, fucking Metallica should be able to do Enter Sandman. I guarantee Nobody you. mentioned Madonna by the way. Madonna, eh, it was okay. That can you do okay. like like okay, so they'd probably do a melody of like four to five songs real quick off the yeah. top of your head. We can cut this if not. Can you yeah. think okay, what can you go five songs real quick? Uh, yeah. Like yeah. So two Master it's Puppets for Master sure. Puppets. I got yeah, that one too. Uh, for whom the bell tolls. I, I got for whom the bell tolls. Enter Sandman for sure. Enter Sandman. Uh, I said fuel. I like so fuel. I'll, I'll go with fuel. fuel. 
What would be the fifth? Uh, uh, maybe sad but true. They, I think maybe. they'd have to play something upbeat. They, they, they'd want to play something from their like if they were doing yeah. it this year. Yeah. So so they have that new album's coming out in yeah. uh, a couple of they months. They could even play like Hardwired. They could play yeah, a Hardwired yeah. or their or their new single Lux Eterna. That's a that's a pump up fire up song, you know. So yeah. they'd have to play one recent. Yeah, one off their latest. I think battery. Be, yeah, they need to play battery. But will they ever play a, a halftime no. show? Metallica, why not? I hope so, dude. I hope so. Maybe they will. Maybe they will. Maybe they'll put it together. Roger fucking Goodell. Come on, bro. <laughs> Get your life together. You know you're you get a headbang. You would think with the emergence of Stranger Things, I think one of you brought up the point that hey, yeah. every their their albums are selling. They everybody loves that song. Bring it in. People are gonna recognize it. People love hard rock music. I like rap, I like hip hop, I like all the stuff that they're bringing in, but you gotta have a mix. Come on, you gotta you gotta mix it up a little bit. Switching it up a bit, let's talk about snacks. What are your best <laughs> best Super Bowl food snacks? If you're having a get-together, you're on the grill or you're ordering or you're cooking or whatever, what has to be there? No self-respecting man is ordering food on Super Bowl, okay, <laughs> during the Super Bowl. God damn it. Not in Texas. Uh, pizza. Uh, right? You got to barbecue, you know. You got to barbecue. It's like uh, it's got to be, you know, fajitas, uh, sausage, tacos. Uh, I'm, I'm smoking a brisket this year to, to change it up a bit. Queso, dude. You got to make have chips and queso, chips and dips. That's 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 an essential. You gotta have some kind of chip to munch on, right? Uh, chicken wings. I, I've grilled chicken wings before in the past, but it mostly it's always been like like barbecue. We, we've done barbecue and we've done like chips and dips. At one time we made homemade pizza. I think you were here for that, Joseph. You, we usually me and Joseph usually watch Super Bowl together. I think we made homemade pizza that uh, one of the times it came out pretty good. I think you can order food, Bob, as long as it's chicken wings. That's it. Like, uh, don't order pizza. Like what's the point? Don't order. Yeah, like yeah. Come on, man. Uh, you you're better than that. You can order chicken wings. I'm cool with that because I think that is an essential. If you want to uh, wait four hours, fuck yeah. I yeah, mean, if you you got to plan way, ahead. Yeah, the smart way to do it is yeah. order like at noon. I mean, and then get it and then just warm them up in the oven right before a game is going to yeah, start. Yeah, you so you can do wait. that, but I mean, like we're we can you cook, we can cook, so you can do the same thing on the grill. I mean. And they're, yeah. I mean, sometimes they're just as good, whatever you want to do. But so I think wings are essential. I think, okay, if you're, you said serving, like, okay, if, so if it's us, it's here, it's, it's us three. I know that we need probably, we need some wings. Beer. We need yeah. beer. beer. <laughs> we need fajitas. We need, uh, sausage. We need dips. Jalapeno cheese, sausage. I would say, I don't, I don't want to say burgers, although it, it depends on who, what kind of party. Like, if you wanted it's to go full the out. July, Joseph. <laughs> if you want to go full out like you skip the burgers and hot dogs if you're just trying to have a small little thing you feed everybody everybody shuts up sure go for the burgers and, and hot dogs <laughs> down here or for us like it's, it's fajitas fajita tacos chicken wings like sausage like i said we're cooking some sausage some jalapeno cheddar sausage that sounds good obviously Holy the dips sausage, like, like bears, bears, Ditka. bears bears Ditka. <laughs> I think uh, like uh, is dips. Yeah, yeah Bob's like guess dip, We dip. We dip. I've only seen this bust out during Super Bowl and Super Bowl whoa, parties. Whoa, like when we used whoa. to do this at work, like the buffalo chicken dip. Oh yeah, I I've got never, that listed. Yeah, I've never yeah. seen buffalo anybody make dip. it other than like Super for the Bowl. Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's good. I mean, it's good. Don't get me wrong, but like, I'm gonna, why don't we? Okay, why don't we I'm, I'm gonna ask. I'm gonna ask the whitest question I've ever asked on this show. <laughs> is it? Do you go with when it comes to dips that you buy it at the store at the supermarket? Is it? 
ranch or sweet onion dip? What do you, what's your go-to, Randall? Come on, Randall. I know I you like, like oh, man, I like both, but I, I would go sweet onion. But I have a question. What about you? Do you like uh, ranch or with, sweet with onion? With ruffles? With ruffles? Oh, with a, yeah. <laughs> sweet onion with a ruffles? I oh, can't go wrong. Just like with the Doritos. You got to go bean dip with the Doritos. Yeah, bean right? dip with Doritos yeah. or yeah. Fritos. You, you, you can't go wrong with that shit, dude. You can't. You can't. What about uh, for buffalo wings? Are you guys ranch or blue cheese? Ranch. Oh. I, I, I I like both. I like both. If it's Wingstop, Wingstop I'm sure they makes taste like exactly the, the same. Ranch. <laughs> oh. Wingstop makes excellent ranch, so I'd go ranch to them. But I like blue cheese. I don't like blue cheese crumbles, but I like blue cheese dressing, if that makes any sense. Is there is there any, like, your Super Bowl party you went to where you ate a snack and you're like, holy crap, this is good, and you never had it before? I got a couple listed. What is um, it? What is it? If well, you say I, fucking I, green bean carol casserole, I swear to God. <laughs> <laughs> I have a sweet and sour meatballs, a little cranberry sauce, rice, wine, vinegar, and a pinch of brown sugar. Really good. Uh, sweet what and sour meatballs. Yes. Fuck? I had a uh, nice sweet can. Is this Ikea? What the fuck? Where was this party around? <laughs> I had some good beef and empanadas at a party one time. Deviled eggs are always good. I mean, I like a variety. Yeah, I like that's those, right. I like that's snack right. Deviled foods. eggs. Like Got to bust those bad Deviled eggs. Doctor. Deviled eggs are yeah. amazing. Deviled eggs. But let's go yeah. back to the Swedish meatball bullshit. Well, what the fuck? <laughs> We all were even watching the. You watched the Super Bowl for the Super Bowl commercials. We all building front guaranteed. <laughs> they were good. I mean, I, I I can't deny. I was skeptical at first, but I I could not put those down. They were they were the the hit of the party. The sweet and sour meatballs. <laughs> Once again, cranberry <laughs> sauce, rice, wine, vinegar, and a pinch of brown sugar. <laughs> Trust me, you it'll change your life. There's like, <laughs> there's like three. Three listeners that actually wrote that down. <laughs> <laughs> They're all. I think I know who they all are. But uh, <laughs> I uh, you, you, have y'all ever had like usually like the wife or somebody will make the like sugar cookies that are like shaped like footballs or, or chocolate cupcakes with like the, the white frosting footballs. with like <laughs> the little footballs like in laces out like in what was that that was uh, Ace Ventura right? yeah. yeah I can't think of anything usually we're pretty standard uh, I have been perfecting a queso recipe and i think the past couple of times we've made it we've been like uh extremely good really fucking amazing so queso is definitely on the list uh we're gonna make some spicy ass ijole salsa joseph so preparing us for that um <laughs> like I, i've been practicing a lot like smoking briskets i've been doing that since since covid uh trying to perfect my brisket and stuff like that so we're gonna make a big ass brisket but i'll probably still barbecue i'll do some like uh mexican street corn and and uh and uh, like jalapeno cheese sausage, uh, just to go with a with with a brisket, Joseph. When your wife makes the ijole salsa, I think she has malice intention. I think she purposely <laughs> chops them bitches up, smiling and laughing to herself. You with, with me? I think the Super Bowl snacks you got to build up when you walk into it because I've been to a couple Super Bowl parties. When you start off with like a nice charcuterie board, you I knew he was going to fucking say that. <laughs> Yeah, I absolutely knew it. <laughs> you don't want to have too, something too tight. And the khakis will fit too tight around the waist. So you don't want to, you 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 to overfill. And then you go with the chips. And then you start by about halftime. That's when you start filling up on the on the heavy stuff. You got you got to work your way into it. Now, let me tell I you got, how man's going to do this. We're going <laughs> to eat snacks and drink a lot of beer. And then once we're buzzed enough, then we're going to eat the main deal, like the fajitas or the barbecue or something. Like that. Let me ask you a question. What's your opinion on, fucking uh, around, guys. on veggie trays? Oh, I'm for him. I'm for him. You got to have some. I don't some mind. Sort of, yeah. Yeah. You got carrot, okay, so you, are carrot, you a celery, a little bit of ranch. Celery, broccoli. Ranch, yeah. Carrots, broccoli. Huh. Yeah. Uh, 
I, I never really had that before. Obviously, I was never healthy, and, and that's what my life will probably die when I'm 50. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. When my in-laws started coming over, like, for Thanksgiving or for Christmas, they would bring a veggie tray, and it'd be, like, carrots and, and, and celery and, and broccoli with, with, with ranch and crackers. Dude, I would eat the shit out of the broccoli and the carrots. I'd be done. I wouldn't even be able to eat fucking lunch afterwards because I ate the shit out of that. I never knew that that was a thing, and, and maybe uh, it's a side. It's not good being Mexican. But a big movie trailer comes out every year yeah. during the Super Bowl, like oh. a movie that we've been waiting on, or a movie we we like. Holy shit! I didn't or even know that they were making one. this. Yeah, they, yeah. They, they they do like teasers or, or or shit like that. So I'm hoping we see a good a good movie trailer. The first, the, Super Bowl. the and that's a good point because the first time I remember experiencing that was the the Super Bowl, the first Bills uh, Cowboys Super Bowl in 1993, I believe, and it was cliffhanger. Sylvester Stallone's cliffhanger was out, and I was like, oh, we gotta watch this fucking movie. And of course, how tight his shorts are. <laughs> cliffhanger. Wow, that's yeah. fucking cool, dude. Yeah. Did they had the guy with the deep voice doing the voiceover for the trailer. Probably. Yeah, they right. did. Yeah, yeah. Guys, predictions for next week's Super Bowl. What do you have? Pain. Do I'm not something. rooting for... <laughs> no, no. Uh, I'm not rooting for Philadelphia at all, but uh, I predict them to win because yeah, I, I don't so. think uh, a healthy Mahomes... Don't let the, the curly hair fool you. Anyway, I'm picking... Uh, I think, yeah, it, it's going to be Philadelphia, and I'm blaming it on, on uh, not a, a healthy Mahomes. On the rain. I'm blaming it on the rain. <laughs> I'm going. Win? I'm going. Philly uh, winning, uh, twenty-four to seventeen. Mm. Uh, Philly winning twenty-four seventeen, man. And then Jalen Hurts being the MVP. I have uh, Philly thirty-eight thirty-five in overtime. I'm going to predict it, <laughs> oh, and, and I think I think it's going to be Jalen Hurts as uh, as the MVP. Jalen Hurts, man. Way too early predictions for next year's Super Bowl. Do you guys have any? I'm going to Dallas say- Cowboys, <laughs> Chiefs, and- Houston Texans, Chiefs and Forty Niners. Uh, Chiefs and Forty. I got Bengals and Forty Niners. I, I thought I'm- it was going to be the Chiefs and Forty Niners if if they didn't they lost their quarterback. I know he's not their wasn't their original starter, but he was injured, and then the backup got injured. So then the injured quarterback had to go in and finish a game that he couldn't even fucking throw the ball. So yeah, I, I think I, the. I, the, the- the 49ers are going to have a little slip up. Uh, I think that uh, I would have to go with either the Eagles or I was going to say, man, or the Cowboys in the Super Bowl next year. And I'm not a Cowboy fan, but I'm going to throw it out there. Yes, Eagles are. or Cowboys in, in, in the Super Bowl for the NFC. And uh, I'm going to go the Buffalo Bills, man. A little throwback Cowboys Bills Super Bowl next year. I'd love to see mm-hmm. the Bills win one just for that city. <laughs> just to wrap up the football talk guys what is football meant to you guys you guys played it growing up throughout your teenage years uh still fans still love watching college ball still love watching pro ball uh what what does it mean to you all balls really <laughs> <laughs> it means everything man i mean it's it's where i've met some of my 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 best friends to this day um some of my greatest friends it's i you know it's i i know it's it's not looked at as I know it's looked at as a dangerous sport. Um, I think they're making advances to make it safer, but I can't deny the the team, the work ethic, you know, that I learned in or in organized sports in general. And, and for me, it was football. So, you know, I, I'm, I love it. Sad yeah, that, you I, know, I, we have to wait a little while, but we're going to see the, the XFL and the USSFL or whatever they're called. So we, we still got some some football to watch. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, football is just a, a huge part of my life. It, it, it has been since I was in high school, since I was a kid, watching high school games, going to the games, and then playing in high school and, and coaching and all that stuff. Uh, I think that 
it's just one of those things, man. I look forward to it every year. September rolls around. I can't wait to watch Longhorn games and Texans games, you know, college football, big games on Saturday night, you know, barbecuing on Saturdays to watch the big game, uh, Sundays, catching the Cowboys, catching the Texans, seeing who's playing Sunday night football. You know, it gives you something, not that it gives us something to do, but it gives us a reason to be like, hey, let's go sit outside. Let's barbecue a little bit. Let's let's buy a six pack and let's share a six pack and let's let's watch the football game. Gives you a reason to like get together and watch. And, you know, uh, like Joe said, it's, it's always been a big part of our lives. It's where I met some of my best friends still to this day. I, I, I love football. It, it'll be one thing like, you know, I'm always sad when it ends. And by like July, I'm already like losing my shit because there's no football on TV and I can't fucking wait for, you know, you get a little taste of it at the draft. You get a little taste of it with OTAs and, and, and uh, training camp and then you're just like you know waiting for preseason waiting for the games to start so it's huge man it's my favorite sport to watch and i i look forward to it every year you know i didn't play football growing up but i've been to every sort of major pro league uh I, you know i've been to nba games major league baseball i've been a hockey game i've been to an international soccer game usa and mexico uh nothing compares to the atmosphere of a football game uh college and professional I mean the 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 cheering in the stands, the the spectacle, the the music, just the ambiance of it, and then growing up and watching. Of course, we're we're all from Texas. We grew up with football being like the main sport here, and it's just it's just a remarkable thing playing Madden playing in the backyard, watching these games growing up. Like I said, I could remember every Super Bowl, where I was, who I was with, the food I had, and it's just been an amazing experience. So for the Super Bowl to come up again, getting to share that with my family, getting to share this talk with you guys, it's never going to get boring. It's it's always going to be a tradition and just such a fun thing to enjoy. And then so lastly, guys, we're going to wrap up we're celebrating our two years, uh, oh, yeah. two year anniversary. Oh, we're, we're not going to get, I didn't get you a gift. We're not going to do a traditional anniversary show. We're going to take next week off. We're like SNL. We do three episodes, take a week off, but we wanted to throw in this fourth episode because it, it fell right before the Super Bowl. So we're going to wait to do a like a retrospective when we hit a hundred shows right now we're in 79. Um, but we could talk a little bit about the two years of, of being a podcast and what your experience has been, or if you guys want to talk just a few minutes about, these two years, I know that's a lot to talk about in, in a couple of weeks. But, <laughs> so I'll throw it to you guys. What do you think? Go for it, Joseph. Uh, I am surprised. <laughs> uh, I, I, yeah, no, it's a, it's very surprising. Um, who knew? I said it before. You know, just take a chance to do something, and and uh, it's been fun and uh, crazy. Uh, how how many people actually tell us that they like it? You know. Um, I'll never get over that. And I'm thankful for the new friends and, and people that we've, you know, communicated with. And it's, it's really been cool. I'm, I'm, I'm really, really surprised. I think uh, we're about maybe two more years from finally being good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. One more man. player away. One more player away. <laughs> we're just a, we're a few credits shy. <laughs> what about you, Bob? Oh, man, uh, it's been a great two years, dude. I, again, I think that we've grown. Uh, I think that we've uh, I think that we've gotten better. I think that our topics have been interesting. They've been funny. I'm sure people are like, hey, these guys ain't too half bad. What the fuck? Uh, you know, I didn't expect that out of them. They know a lot about music or, or that one doesn't know shit about music or movies or whatever the case is. But I think that we've grown really, I mean, really well, dude. The numbers are high and, and just like, you know, I mean, high for, for what we expect. Shit, I... 
I originally thought that we'd probably have like 20 people listen to us on a weekly basis or a monthly basis. Shit, I didn't think that we'd have, you know, thousands of people from different countries. I know we are talking to another pod the other day uh, from Australia and that, you know, listened to our pod like, what the fuck are you doing? You should be at a beach somewhere fucking around with kangaroos. Why the fuck are you listening to us? Um, <laughs> there's that laugh. I love it. Um, and, and, you know, meeting, meeting uh, other friends from other podcasts and collaborating and like, uh, just getting views and, and comments on Instagram and, and it's just it's just been a, a great experience, man. I I couldn't have asked for a better experience. You know, hopefully we continue to grow. I know we have a fuckload of topics that we still want to talk about. Some yes. funny, some interesting, some uh, highly debatable topics. Uh, I think that we're definitely going to get into. So I'm grateful for you all. I'm grateful for the show. Uh, I can't wait to hit a hundred. I think for a hundred we should pop champagne and like you know uh do something you know fun or out there come up with a crazy topic or just shoot the shit but for all our fans listening you know two years wow y'all been listening for two years holy shit dude yeah how are you not tired of us i can't believe it i remember uh i was listening to the first episode again um a couple days ago just to prepare for which this. i won by the way which <laughs> I won. I'm just so my my intro was way too long it looks like i was it sounded like i was trying to introduce like the uh instructions for like a nickelodeon game show or something i was like the song started over again and i was still talking about what the show was about so i i, I listened to that and i was like cringing saying damn i you know i need to get to the to the point you get to the point but that's what growth is about i've been very happy to do this with with both of you all and uh it's been uh it's been fun i i think we've grown i remember the first day we got double digit listeners and we we're like we got 12 listeners in one day but three of them were us so we were still only at nine and then, <laughs> and then so you know that, that was exciting shit though that was really right, exciting yeah. i remember we had i think our first month we had like 47 downloads and we were like oh you know what that's like an average of whatever because uh, we we started february the 15th and we had 47 downloads those first 15 days. And we were like, that's not too bad. You know, that's, you know, whatever. We, we were thinking about it. Now we, we see the growth and we see the, the amount of people and the cities and the countries. I know some of those are VPN, whatever. But I, I, I see all this stuff and I'm constantly saying, look, look, look at these numbers. Look, they're coming in. They're looking good. It's just exciting, man. For, for anybody who listens, you know, thank you all so much because we're just here to have fun and, and hopefully have you guys reminisce about some of the past uh, moments in your life with pop culture and nostalgia. We'll talk more about it when we do episode 100, but it's been, it's been a fun two years and, and hopefully many more to come. We got merchandise now. We got friends from other podcasts who will guest on our, our, our show for the upcoming months and weeks and new guests as well. So we're excited about that. Yeah, it's going to be great. I think we're going to have a really, really great year. Two years down and on to, you know, uh, more guests, more audience. Hopefully we, we hit on more people and, and not hit on people, but more people <laughs> catch catch our show and become avid listeners. And, you know, hopefully the numbers continue to grow, man. I'd love to I'd love to to have more people disagree with me around the US. It's funny how this show plays into a lot of things before we were recording. This is a Sunday night and they're showing the Grammys. And right the time we were supposed to hop on, Harry Styles was performing. And I goes, I got to watch Harry Styles with my daughter. I'm sure these guys would make fun of me, but fuck, they'll understand. You've been <laughs> talking about who, Pink Floyd? <laughs> but no, I mean, this, it's, it's been a fun ride so far, and, and we have many more episodes to come. So please stick with us, listen to us. And that's our show, everyone. Listeners, we'd love to hear from you. 
Hit us up and let us know what your favorite all-time Super Bowl memories are. Most importantly, let us know what you think about the show. You may reach us at formidableopponents at gmail.com. Follow us on all forms of social media. Buy our merchandise. And of course, also please rate and review us on Apple and Spotify. That really helps us out. Join us next episode. We're going to take a week off for the Super Bowl, but we will be back in two weeks with the return of Joe Michael, the original emo kid, as we discuss and debate best emo song. So for Bob and Joseph, this is Randall. We'll see you all next time. You play to win the game. So God made a farmer. They were who we thought they were. (laughs) We let him off the hook. (laughs) 